0: Good morning. It's April 28th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Just how competent is Joe Biden? This is a question that many people are raising, and unfortunately, much of the media is in the pocket of the White House and refused to address the issue. But it's a legitimate issue, since President Biden is now 80 years old, will be 82 after the next election, and in 2024, and would he be 86 if he would be re-elected and finish out a term? That's, a, that's pretty old. Even his staff is now admitting that his age is a little bit of a problem as he has less energy. I worked in and around Congress for the most of my life. I was a staff member in the U.S. Senate and was able to view those elected officials on an up-close and personal nature. And I can tell you that way too many of them stayed too long and should have either retired by themselves or been retired by the voters. Strom Thurmond, a Republican from South Carolina, served until his death at age 100. He lived to his last few years at Walter Reed Army Hospital and was wheeled into the Senate when they needed a, him for a crucial vote. And it was well known around the Senate that his chief of staff was making all the decisions. Robert Byrd, a Democrat from West Virginia, was a Democratic leader until the party forced him to step down. He then became the chairman of the Senate Appropriates Committee, and those needing something done worked through his committee staff. He died in office at age 92, and he was suffering from dementia. Quentin Burdick was a Democrat from North Dakota who died in office at age 84. He was in failing health and mental soundness, but was re-elected at age 80. My partner and I found him in the House Cannon Office building. He was lost. He'd made a wrong turn and thought he was in the Senate Russell building. They're similar, but on different sides of the Capitol. We took him back to his chief of staff, and Quentin died shortly after that. Today, we have Dianne Feinstein, and there's a drumbeat even among Democrats that she should retire before her term is up, but she's insisting she's going to fill it out. Now, this list could go on and on. And I remember sitting on the couch in the back of the Senate chamber one day. Senator Bob Dole, Republican of Kansas, always had his desk on the back row. He had a quick wit that would make us laugh and get us tossed from the chamber. An elderly senator came on the Senate floor and Dole turned to us and quipped, quote, I tell all my colleagues, once you hit age 70, keep running. This is the best old age home in the country, end quote. I bring these examples up because I worked with Joe Biden while he was a U.S. Senator. He was engaging and always willing to talk. But he is a shell of that man today. I watch him stumble around and he seems to be lost. It becomes apparent to anyone that has known him that he's not in control of himself or the policy. The latest flap was when a photographer again caught Joe Biden using a cheat sheet during a press conference. If this is the case, the card in this case, the card in front of him had the name of the LA Times reporter, Courtney and he photo of her and the basic idea of the question she was going to ask. Well, when that came out, the LA Times, when asked about this, said their reporter did not submit any question in advance at the press conference. The following day, during the Daily White House press briefing, Corrine Jean-Pierre was asked about this and why the president would need a cheat sheet. She kind of waffled on this, and here's what she had to say, quote, So, just to just a step back, I'm actually glad you asked the question. Clearly, I would let the reporter for the LA Times speak for herself. It is entirely normal for a president to be briefed on reporters who will be asking questions at a press conference and issues we expect they might ask about. It's not surprising that yesterday we would anticipate questions that he did receive on the visit with the South Korean president. A South Korean president was sitting, standing to his, to his right, or about 25-4, what was he completely expected? End quote. Now that's a word salad. Okay, he could expect some question of the manufacturer, but don't you think it's pretty convenient that he had the name, photo, and question of the reporter asking the question? And if we're to believe the LA Times that they did not submit the question, then we should ask him if the White House gave them the question. But to be perfectly clear, this is not the first time Biden has been caught with some form of cheat sheet. And how are we supposed to, re- how are we supposed to respond or Iraq when he doesn't know? Photographers caught him revealing a cheat sheet at the G20 summit in Bali, Indonesia last November that instructed him when to sit and take photos. A close-up snap of the president sitting down showed you him with a list of instructions that said, quote, you will sit at the center and you will deliver opening remarks. End quote. Biden was caught with a similar note at a June 22nd meeting with wind industry executives. This one had the same formatting for what we call a drop by event, just steps away from the Oval Office. And it said, quote, You, in caps, enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to participants. You, in caps, take your, in cap seat. Press enters. You give brief comments. It's, and it says with such a length that it's obscured in an image. You ask Liz Schuler, President AFL CIO, a question. Note, Liz is joining virtually. The card helpfully reminds, you thank participants, you depart, he concludes. Now that's pretty much telling him everything to do because apparently he can't remember to do it himself. Many have also suspected Biden might be wearing some form of earpiece getting instructions. I remember the time he was leaving the stage and as he approached one of the Marines he said, quote, salute the Marine, end quote. Don't you know you always do that, Joe? My point in all this is that I don't believe Joe Biden is up to the task. At his age, he should be enjoying retirement. But like most politicians, he has a hard time letting go of the power. I've long maintained that we should put an age limit on holding federal office. The Constitution has age minimums for the House, the Senate, and the presidency. I would put a limit at age 75. Once you hit that age, you cannot run for federal office. And guess what? That would eliminate both Biden and Donald Trump. Hooray! We might actually get some younger and more vibrant leadership. This is Been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, recommend it to your friends and hit the subscribe button.